Hey everybody, guess what? It's me, Wood. Yes, I am here yes, with yes. Keith. Yes, and this is So What You're Saying. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I, I got, got 99 problems, problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. Foes that want to make sure my cast is closed. Rap critics saves money, cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with hoes in your zap of toes, you celebrate the minute you was having dope. I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got beef with radio, if I don't play they show. They don't play my hits, well, I don't give a shit, so... Rap Max try and use my black ass So advertisers could give them more cash for ads Fuckers, I don't know what you take me as Or understand the intelligence that Jay-Z has I'm from rags, the richest niggas, I ain't dumb I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one Hit me! 2020, Wood Yep First mask off of the new decade Uh-huh it's two zero two zero clear vision type things. Yeah, I Bring, don't. I don't even need these glasses now. I just take them off. Take them off. Bring somebody in to help you clear your head. <laughs> twenty twenty right? vision. For those of there, you yep. that don't know, this is what we call a mask off. This is where we deviate from our normal fuckery. Not too far. No, 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 no. Not too far. But we bring somebody else in. We tell them what a mask off is. Guys, if you uh, haven't listened to the promo, which I strongly suggest that you do. Uh, a mask off is when we bring in somebody different than us, uh, do something better than we do. We uh, peel that mask off to get to know them a little bit better and uh, get to know what they do just a little bit better. So, um, without dragging this on any longer, to our mask off guest, who are you, what's your name, and what is it that you do? My name is Haley, and I'm a marriage and family therapist. <sighs> wow, man. Damn, yeah. just problem after problem, huh? Yep. Keith, Keith, uh, just this is a this is a big way to start 2020. Yeah, people get this shit together. Yeah, yeah. or help yeah. the divorce rate one or the other. <laughs> right, it's to help you get through the holidays that just passed. Right, right. Jeez, right. right. okay. Fucking bitch kept buying popcorn poppers. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we bring our mask off guests, and we like to ask them some warm up questions, right? This got nothing to do with nothing, so we're going to throw them at you, get you warmed up. This is you preparing yourself for the bullshit you got to deal with every day, right? Okay. Hey, I'm ready. Did you get a flu shot? Yes, did I you had the, to. Did you, why did you have to? Because of my old company I worked for. Okay. Did you get the flu still? No. You didn't get the flu? No. Do you stress the flu shot? Is flu season over, I guess? Can you say Somebody you just died two days ago. Yeah, I don't think it's over yet, so I, don't, I think that, that question's a little premature. Did you get a flu shot? Nope. Yeah, fuck that. I don't get a flu shot. <laughs> I believe in it. I got enough. You, you do believe in yeah, it? I got I enough kids. It's like they're all walking yeah, around. Your house could, is yeah. sticky everywhere yeah. you fucking go. Yeah, nothing going to save me. Yeah. Wood's got 38 kids. So just so you know, in the future, you're going to have yeah. a wood uh-huh. in your office. Yeah. Chances are good. <laughs> are you a night owl or early bird? Ooh, I'm a night owl. Night owl. But I'm trying to make myself go to bed earlier. What's early for you? Between 10 and 11. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're a night owl. Yeah. And what time do you normally get up? Six. Damn. Ooh. I could sleep until nine or ten. And you feel fine with the day. You're good. Mm-hmm. All right. Keith has dinner at 4.30, goes to bed about 8.30. He's up at 5. I so. just got my AARP <laughs> card, so you shut the fuck up, right? Last movie you saw? Marriage Story on Netflix. What's oh, that about? It's super why, sweet. Why, why would you watch that and you're dealing with people's shit all day? That sounds like some Sandra uh, Bullock fucking uh, Hugh, Hugh, what the, what's that dude that was fucking a prostitute? Uh, Hugh, somebody. Sure, huh? I don't know. Hugh. I don't know who you're talking about. 
Hugh, Hugh somebody. Guy. Hugh person. Yeah, the English guy. Okay, that that yeah. motherfucker. It sounds like one of those <laughs> things. It sounds like shit that walks into your office every day. Yeah, it was. It was. It's good, though. Somebody told me to watch it. It's about divorce, and it's like the reality of divorce, so I'd, I would watch it. Were you on at the screen? What's up? Were you yelling at the TV screen? No. No? I wasn't, no. Stupid bitch, get just, out of the fucking... <laughs> All right, let me ask you this. What's your go-to time to reheat food in the microwave? One minute. So you mm. just hit one, you hit one zero, zero? No, I just the one. You hit one button that says one minute. Mm-hmm. All right, because I find myself always hitting two, two, two. Well, well that's strange. I feel what, like what we do? could die. I hit 30 seconds. You got, yeah. a, you got a bowl of spaghetti in the refrigerator, and you're going to yeah. heat it up for 30 <laughs> seconds? What are you, a fucking caveman? I'll check it, and then I hit it for another 30 if I have to. That's dumb. No, that's, that's dumb. That's two, 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 I can go do what I want. When I goes off, I know it's piping hot. Over... Isn't that like six minutes? No, two, two, two is two, two minutes, minutes 22, 22 seconds. seconds. Oh, two, oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do math. No, actually, I'm kidding. I'm really good at math. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, well. as, as, as evident by that. And uh, last question, which era do you wish you were born in? Oh, no. You could say the current, too. That's okay. We've had people say that. Well, so I like the 50s, mm-hmm. but oh. women's rights. Fucked up back then. Yeah. So yeah I couldn't, have, I couldn't yeah. have survived. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I like the 70s because of the whole free love. And uh-huh. yeah, I could have totally lived that. Totally lived that. And been so happy. And then now I like the current. We just... Uh, rights and everything and I'm gonna go with the 70s for you I can see you out there burning your bra telling your brother not to go to the fucking war right <laughs> anyone that knows me usually says 70s that's the one yeah. okay. right, I'm gonna go with the All 70s right. so right. here you are sitting here now with your long you got your corduroy sweater on you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> hanging out across from us right so our our, our mask off guest introduces us snaggles what are we drinking today it is a pinot noir mm-hmm Red Angeline okay. is the brand. Sounds fancy shit. I guess. It's yeah. pretty cheap, I think. Pretty cheap, is it? For wine. Yeah, it's actually, it is pretty cheap. For wine. I was surprised when, uh, you know, when a mask off guest like, hey, why don't you pick me up a bottle of blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, it's, here goes second mortgage. Yeah, you know? right. Usually hits <laughs> hard, huh? Yeah, this one. I was like, well, I got some change in my it, car it, it, and except, I paid for it. Except for O'Connell. He wanted chocolate milk. That's true. Which was so yeah. dear, still the cutest can thing I, we've ever can, had. Can I get some moo moo milk, please, <laughs> with chocolate? His word's not mine, Sean, okay? <laughs> Toughest guy on here, and he wanted chocolate milk. Snaggles, as always, is brought to you by... Tiger Claw Tattoo, guys. You know where they're at. Um, they are in Mill Creek. So for those of you uh, around here that are local, go over there and check out Tiger Claw Tattoo. They've been doing uh, some killer work as of late. They always do. Mm-hmm. But uh, lately, I've noticed... Um, there's some art that I appreciate more than others, and for whatever reason, lately, Tiger Claw Tattoo's been killing it. They do an anime, anime, a full back anime. <laughs> that would be awesome. But they are, they do do full body suits if you're into that. Yeah, I they saw will, some they of will, shit. Yeah, they will uh, cover your entire body if you want. Haley, you got so, any tattoos? I do. Do I have you? One, and I want to get more. Okay. Tiger Claw Tattoo. Tiger Hi. Claw Tattoo over there in Mill Creek. They are the best. Uh, so go see them, guys. You won't regret it. And uh, tell them we sent you for hell's sakes. New year, new mugs, too. Well, not really new mugs. They'd be new to you. Get your asses right, yeah. out there and get yourself some tumblers, guys. Yeah. You know what I feel like's missing is a, a new ad for our mugs. Okay. So that's in the works. Okay. It is. I, yeah. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, these mugs are double insulated, uh, spill-proof. Watch this, Haley. Look at that. Spill-proof. Look at that. <laughs> that's impressive, wasn't it? You Very. see how you tilted that bitch? 
and they're full of deliciousness, at least mine mm-hmm. is. Uh, they're $20 a pop. Yep. And if you want two, here, here's the caveat. If you want two, they're $40, but still no tax, free shipping. Right. Yeah. And I'll, I'll take it a step further. You want three? $60. Uh-uh. I'll put them in the mail, and I'll ship them to you for free. That means wood touch shit. Yeah. You touch it, and somebody in your house is getting pregnant because, you know, he doesn't <laughs> wash his hands. Get a mug. All right, Haley, what made you want to be a family marriage therapist? How did this happen? How did you wake up one day and say, hey, mom, dad, guess what? I want to listen to everybody else's problems all day yeah. long. I wanted to help people. That was more my... I didn't want to listen to the problems so much. It was mm. more just I wanted to help, find a way to help people. Mm-hmm. I have always been interested. My undergraduate's in human development and family studies. And that was 14 years ago. Okay. So I've always been interested in learning about families and the way humans interact and develop. And mm-hmm. I went through a really ugly divorce and went... Is there any other kind? No. <laughs> okay. When, when you find the cute ones, let me know. Because... <laughs> 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 What's what's Keith? What's your rule about uh, marriage again? Get get it done early. Get your first divorce out the way early. Yes. How long were you married? Nine years. That's, yeah, nine. That's pushing well, it. Okay, we lived together for nine. Okay, but the, we were married. That took another twelve. It took another. I can't do math. Oh, earlier, earlier, I'm good at math. Oh, yeah, I'm a math whiz here. I've got a master's in it or something, I heard. Three years, an extra three years. So you were married three years? No, I was married, lived together nine. Nine. And then the divorce took three years. When did you get married? At the beginning of nine? I'm confused. This math has got me confused. I digress. Yeah. We, We were talking about get your first one out the way, so you did. And yes. uh, borderline, no, borderline, the nine, twelve. That's, yeah. that's like the, don't don't go long like me. You know, you, you get this shit done quick. Yep. Can, can you advise? Have you ever advised anybody to get a divorce? Yeah. Okay. There's times when it's necessary. I like it. We'll get yeah. back to that. Yeah. So here you are with your undergraduate and your minor in math, and you need to get your fucking <laughs> money back for that one. Okay, <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> so yeah, going through the divorce, just learned a lot and wanted to help people with it as well, and. Needed a grown-up job. Yeah. And so went back to school and decided to do this. Did you go to counseling during your marriage? Did you get help? If it was a messy divorce, did you reach out to someone? A little bit. Okay. A little bit at the end. Okay. Would not you, early enough. Oh, I was just going to ask, and I, I think that kind of answered it. Looking back, would you, have, would you change that? Would you have gone to counseling earlier? Definitely. Definitely. Like to say or just to, to help you through? I wanted to go to it earlier. Okay. It was... An uncooperative takes two. Yeah. person. Yeah. yeah, takes two. Yeah, absolutely. So you're definitely having having lived through it. Uh, definitely an advocate. Obviously, you you are in the profession now, but uh, an advocate for it then, because of partly your experiences. I'm assuming advocate for uh, counseling. counseling. Yes, is it marriage? Because- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some of us in that room could support that. They might be listening. All right. <laughs> that was funny shit. Tell, talk to me about your upbringing. Are, you, are your parents still together? Yes, they are. How long have they been married? Oh, like 40, 40 years Damn. or something. So you had great examples yeah. there of, of how to they be in were. a functional mm-hmm. marriage and so forth. Yeah. And so you as a marriage counselor, did, is, that your, your, I, is that your blueprint for people when you talk to them? I think my blueprint's more my experience with okay. it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is is there? Is, um, oh shit! My my mind just went blank. Um, so they've been 
They've been for, about 40 years, you said, Something right? like that. Yeah. And, and you were a, a fourth of that, technically, I guess, around. Um, <clears throat> having been through what you've been through and then seeing what they go through, don't you kind of combine both of those? With what you like, because it is possible, right? I mean, even though our divorce rates at I don't know what fifty six percent or something, yeah, yeah. Like it's over that. fifty. Yeah. So can't you, or do you? I guess advocate for both. I, I guess sometimes. Yeah. Like, no, I do. Stick it they, out. They Don't gave stick it some out. great example. They were a great example. Sure. Um, but I also learned a lot as far as what could have helped in that one too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were they're still together and they're amazing, but. There's some other things that would have been nice. Mm. Do you see. come from a large family? Is there a lot of you guys? There's four kids total. How, how many girls? How many boys? One boy and then three girls. Oh, that poor oh, guy. Yeah. Is he the oldest at least? So He's the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. Do what I say. <laughs> Shut the hell up. I said, I said, don't dry your bras in my fucking bathroom. <laughs> I'll whoop everyone. I'll whoop everybody's ass. At least yeah. he had some control, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Is he married? He is. And I'm sure he's been in a long relationship. He has. Yeah. It's I, been a while. I, I would think, having three sisters, seriously, I would think he would know how to deal with women to a degree, you know, in terms, I mean, yeah, he wasn't in a relationship with you guys in that sense, but he understands the ebbs and flows mm-hmm. because I mean, you remember that book back in the day, men are from uh, Capricorn and women are from <laughs> snake river. I don't know. What the fuck was the name of that book? When <laughs> somebody from, from Venus, Venus, somebody from Mars, men are from Some, Jupiter, or is it Jupiter? Women, Mars, women are from Venus. Mars and Venus, Venus and Mars. Yeah. 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 That that book. We're I mean, there. there are some different entities in terms of just our makeup. Definitely, right. Most definitely. What have you learned doing the job? What have you learned? Like me, just being a guy walking around, you know, with a zip fly. Guys are <laughs> no guys. Guys guys are visual. Yes. And women are auditory. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah. So women want to hear, "Hey, I love you. You're beautiful." This that and the other. And guys are like, um, "Nice tits. Let's mm-hmm. hang out." You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. yeah for the most part. But there. So. Okay, I don't mean to interrupt, but um, the five love languages, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you've heard of that. Yes. I, I believe in that 100%. Like Completely. That's, that's got to be. So, well, wait, what are they? Do you know them off the top of your head? Yeah, so there's physical touch, uh-huh. words of affirmation, okay. gifts, gifts um, acts of service, okay. and quality time. Okay, I didn't okay. hear cooking or cleaning. <laughs> no, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. That goes into acts of service. <laughs> My wife listens this to this. Got, I got to be careful. Okay? Yeah, this just got lit on fire somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going on, but it's basically... Oh, what I was saying was... So I, I believe in those five. So to, to what Key's saying is, um, yes, there are the guys out there, but we just don't understand each other well enough. Mm-hmm. Or take the yeah. time to do so. Yes. But what I was going to say is there is that the man stereotype and the woman, female stereotype. Mm-hmm. But what I found in therapy is there's a lot of, it's not always that way. The man will be more. Well, there's stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. The man will want more words of affirmation. Okay. Where usually we think the women want that. Right. And where we think the women want the, or the men want the physical touch, I come across a lot of women that want the physical touch. Mm-hmm. And that's their love language. How many arguments do you find out, like, things like, you know, the woman's gaining weight or my husband don't cut his toenails no more and things like that? Just the simple petty shit. shit. Right. Petty stuff. Simple shit that could just be fixed if somebody would just do. And I'm not saying weight is a simple thing, but when you have a partner that's struggling with that, because a lot of people do, solution should be, hey, let's, let's do this together, not on you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get a lot of arguments in terms of that? Oh, yeah. It's always, you need to fix it. You need to fix it. It's all on you. Once you fix it, I'll be better. Wow. A lot of that. So is, and, and maybe this is uh, rudimentary, but isn't 
from my experiences, counseling was a lot more of like a uh, a third person, a third party to vent. And, um, you know, hindsight, I look back and I think, man, yeah, I, I appreciate going. I love doing it. And I advocate anybody sh- should go. Um, but sometimes I think all I did was went in there and bitched and complained and whined and moaned. Mm-hmm. And I walked out and then here I am paying them $300 again the next week to do the same thing. So what what exactly do you do to, to, or are you just an ear? It depends on the client. Kind of get a feel for what they want in the first couple sessions. And some people just really want that vent. They want someone that just can listen to them without judgment or any of that. And so there are some of, the, of those. I was told that uh, the um, counseling happens between sessions. Very much so. Can you explain that a little oh, bit? Oh, it drives me crazy when I get the people that come in and they like think that I should be able to just fix everything. Uh-huh. And they leave and they don't do shit. Uh-huh. They don't do anything. And then they come back and nothing's changed and they're like, what? You're not doing your job. I'm like, no, you're not doing your job. You're not mm. doing the progressive care between the sessions. So here it is. Maybe and what I noticed about counseling and you know, I recommend counseling to anybody. I don't think anybody's above that. All right. I agree. So what, what, what I see is you guys guide people to the answer. You don't give the answer. You don't say, hey, look, asshole, you need to pick up your dirty drawers and, and don't cut your toenails in the kitchen, right? There's some filthy people out there, right? I'm sure somebody's yeah. doing that. He's like, what? I can't do that. And then but, you watch all the cat videos and they have their cats jumping about the bar. That's why I don't eat Christmas time food at yeah, work, okay? gross. Anyhow, but the person, they, they need to sit down and, and figure out what they need to do between seeing you on Tuesday the 2nd and Tuesday the 9th, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. And, and what they got to do in between those. But a lot of people don't do that. They just expect you to magically do it. Yeah. They think that just going to counseling is going to change something instead of thinking like, oh, I'm the person that has to implement the changes. I would expect that as a counselor, you have a great poker face. Because I'm sure you hear some <sighs> shit sometimes where you're just like, this motherfucker really just right. said that to me? Like, uh, um, I, And I think I mentioned this example to you uh, of a question. I was going to like... like <clears throat> Do you have a good poker face when it comes to th- question number one? You got it. Generally. Because if, yes. if client A walks in and says, hey, I, I love my wife, uh, we're great, but, you know, we have some issues and, um, you know, we like to go bowling on Thursdays, Saturdays, I like to suck all the dick in the world, <laughs> and then Sundays <laughs> we go to church. You've heard that. You've heard something like, like that, right? You, <laughs> you laugh and you giggle. But but if someone comes, what do you say? And and then she says, "Yeah, I don't I don't like that he bowls." <laughs> okay, wait. The dick sucking's cool, but the bowling's not. So wait, does she know about the dick sucking? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming. Let's okay. go with yes. But okay. so your face is. What do you do? Because to me, you know, they say that, and you're like, bowling. That's the greatest sport on the planet. Number one. Yeah, wood yeah. bowls, is, wood bowls, bakes and is runs. Tough to not just want to call people out on their shit. I have to hold my tongue and do the whole therapy process. Is there, there a time you so can? Many times I want to just say it how it is. Is there ever a moment or a time that that is okay and you can? You're like, no, 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 no. You, this is bullshit. And I mean, you, I, I'm assuming you wouldn't use the word bullshit, but is there a time when you're talking to someone you can call them out on it? Yeah, there are. There are times you can. And I, I rarely would. I rarely would do it because I want them to figure that part out for themselves. I would suspect it's on those type of relationships where it's just one-sided, where he or she is browbeating and, and, and verbally abusing, or maybe physically abusing the other party. And you get there and they're just like, you know, you have the docile person, whether it's male or female, because mm. I've seen docile men, yes. and the domineering male or female. And you're just like, hey, look, you 
pointing to the docile person, you need to grow a pair or whatever and, and stand up for yourself. So I, I would assume that's the time you stand up for a person because you have to become, you said you wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and so you have to become that, that champion for a person that can't do it for themselves, I would think. Yeah. It's hard in that situation, though. It is really, really sure, hard. Sure. Because the person that stays in those types of relationships, they need a lot more work. There's obviously a lot going on with them. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather call out the person that's being more of the domin- domineering type person. I'd rather call them out. Mm-hmm. And tell them they're acting like dickheads. <laughs> I mean, I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. See, but that's what I still want to say no, sometimes. Sure, yeah, yeah. Here's the really, place to say really it. Here's the place that. to say it. Here's the place <laughs> to say it. But I can't. Do, do you ever get into a situation where you're concerned for a person? Have you ever had to call the cops on somebody saying, hey, these people just left my joint and this motherfucker, yo, they're out of control? I haven't yet. I've had to call outside of session when I've had someone contact me about suicidal thoughts. Mm. But I've never had to call from them leaving the session, but I know that that will come one day. So uh, if you say yeah, then that, and then I assume that you have a colleague or somebody that has had that happen. Oh, yeah. It happens to a lot of people. Damn. A lot of counselors. So it it blows my mind that you, you go in or they or whomever go into a counseling session for help and they walk out and now the counselor's like, holy shit. It's about to, as soon as they hit that car, shit's going to go silent. Somebody's getting fucked up. Yeah, that that's, blows my mind. I, I, don't, I don't understand that if you're going there for supposed help, right? But then I'd assume that a person like that or the, whoever's on the, the end of that, the, the abusive end of that's probably some kind of a narcissistic person or borderline personality Usually, type. Usually, yeah, more likely. Has this job made you like people more or hate people more? Yep. I'm a little mixed. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I, I've, I've had a lot more empathy for people. You probably even love I don't more even the know. ones you love and hate more than ones you hate. Exactly. Yeah. Do you dread sometimes appointments that you have? Yes. Being honest? Yeah. yeah. Is, there I do. A, is there ever a time where you just like, look, today, like, we all have lives and we all have shit that happens. You know what I mean? You used to, you told me earlier you're a hockey fan, right? Yes. All right. And you're, you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. And I don't know who plays for the Penguins, but I remember Sidney Crosby <laughs> played for the Penguins. Is he still there? Okay, I'm not 100% sure. Was he That's cute? Him. Is that why you liked him? Because I know girls like his pouty lips and shit. He was just, no, he was just really good. He was just really good. Like, yeah, There's he was a lot a good... of really good players in the league, yeah. by the way. Just, all right. And none of them have those pouty lips. But anyway, so <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins lose. Um, your dog shit in the kitchen and you dropped a wine glass that day. And then you go into work and you got to deal with that. You ever just want to sit there and tell everybody your problems? You know what I mean? Like, you know what, motherfucker? Your problems ain't bullshit. Because you got somebody <laughs> complaining about, I can't find my keys all the time. I think my husband's hiding them. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, 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 my cat's in my bed. You know, And there's just minuscule problems to you. And their world, they're huge. But mm-hmm. this time, just like, look, my problems are worse than this shit right here. You, you know the, what I mean? Yes, many times. You ever want to flip the script? Mm-hmm, many times. <laughs> but what I love about it is I, when I go and I hear all their, their problems, it takes my mind off of my problems completely. Okay. And then I get done and I'm like, okay, not so bad. You, your life, huh? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some shit you hear like, my life is fucking great. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and I tell my kids that because I used to work with at-risk youth okay. in a treatment facility. And I'm like, kids. You have no idea. You guys have an amazing life. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be lucky. I took your Xbox your for three days. This motherfucker <laughs> hadn't eaten for six weeks. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> That's gotta be hard dealing with the kids. How long did you do that for? Um, I worked there for about eight months. Okay. Mm. That oh. that would probably be my limit too, man. It was yeah, it was yeah. super tough. 
And because a lot some of fucked the, up adults out there. Yeah, a lot of the kids, it's out of their control of what's mm-hmm. going on. And so they're just a product of their environment, right? right. So Exactly. Now, and you're trying to help them. With, and then you, knowing that they're likely going to go back to a shitty circumstance. Yep, that was one of the hardest things. Uh, send like them out the door we can back get them door. all the help and get them to a good place, but we've got to send them back to that environment. Damn. And, and that's not fulfilling at all. Not, I mean, that's it was, probably... It was tough, no. Yeah. It was really, mm-hmm. really tough. Mm-hmm. Social media now, the way it is. Do you, I mean, kids now, they have this perfection syndrome. You mm-hmm. got... Who, who's some of the famous broads out there? Excuse me. I, I, broad. <laughs> <laughs> who's some of the famous it's broads Keith's out there? favorite word you, that he won't kick well, from I, the I, 70s. I, I, I can't help it, man. I, I used to watch Kojak, and he always <laughs> talked about broads. <laughs> Right. But some of the hot girls out there, you got uh, Nicki Minaj, you got, yeah. uh, I don't know. The, the Kardashians. Those, those, those ch- yeah, right. Becky but, G. And then dudes, you got, I mean, my mm. man, The Rock, I mean, but, yeah. you know, and, and then you got, um, I, fuck, whoever. The Deadpool guy. What's his name? Deadpool. Mm, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Re- yeah. Ryan, all right, so you got all these people that are supposedly perfect, with perfect lives on Instagram, mm-hmm. social media, face, and so you got these kids out there having to live up to that. Do you find a lot of stress when these people just look at to the perfect life and it and they, they beat themselves up because they can't attain the perfect life, the airbrush life, the, the Photoshop life. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just not fair to these children coming up. Yeah. No, it isn't. And I try to, we try to talk about that and keep that open. I, I really keep that open with my kids, especially mm-hmm. my daughter. Like, these aren't real. How old is your it's daughter? Fake. She's 16. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's prime oh, age. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she, she's a hard down. 16, huh? <laughs> Not a soft 16, huh? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> done with her. But you, you see her, you see her friends, and they're trying to live up to these images. And that, that's got to be, that has to be some of your clientele. You, it you, is. It's a huge reason why there's so many mental problems for these kids because of social media and, and the phones and all of it. It's, it's a huge problem. Do you think this technology is one of the worst things that's happening to humanity mm. in the in the last I don't know, ever? Yeah, I would say, but it's a, it's a different challenge, right? So it, it makes me wonder. Then you know, when our parents, um, your parents are going on forty years, my parents are going on uh, nineteen seventy two to now, whatever that is, <clears throat> that that long. Don't ask me. <laughs> well, 40, I looked 40, at my math. Forty seven. Forty seven. Yeah. And they're going on that long. Um, no social media. They, I mean, they do now, but, you know, who cares now? But it, they didn't then. Is, is, so, social, is social media for your parents playing Tetris? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Spider <laughs> solitaire or some shit like that is what they do. Well, I don't even know what you're doing. But the, the accessibility to people that you once knew isn't there, right? So yeah. I think uh, how difficult now social media has created this problem for everybody. I mean, relationships. Yeah, because now you can reach out to that old fling that you yep. used to have, right? Yeah, easier for Do you affairs. see a lot of that in in yes. what you're doing? Yes. Social media plays a big part of Yeah, sometimes the I have to say we've got to just be get off the social media for now. Let's take a break if we want to fix this marriage. Do you have them Do you have people throw a fit about that? Like, yes. oh, I need it for Work. Some of the- I, I need it for work. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. what I get. Yeah. I need it for work. I was just going to ask, what are some of the excuses <laughs> they give you for not shutting it down? When you know, uh, you probably know in the back of your head, like, th- what they're doing. The reason that part of the root of the problem is they're reaching out to somebody on mm-hmm. social media. So you say, okay, let's shut it down. Let's be done. But they give excuse, blah. Yeah. What I got to stay on it for work. It's a way to keep in touch with my family. Um 
then there's the kind of more excuse like, well, this is what I want to do. I don't think I should have to get rid of my stuff to fix this. You're making like you're making it so I can't be me. So, so, me. so you're in counseling with your wife or husband, and they're complaining about you reaching out to the ex quarterback or the ex cheerleader that you <laughs> got a sniff with back in I don't know eighty six, ninety six, even two thousand six. At this point, God, fucking time flies. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, you're getting a sniff of that, and they don't understand why you're suggesting to them to cut that shit off. Yeah, yeah, they no, they don't get it. And sometimes I think it's fine to keep it. I'm not. I, I don't always say let's get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But it's just depending on what it's doing to the relationship. There's a lot of cheating going on with that oh, shit. Oh, there's so much. Facebook is fuckbook so in my book. So much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really is. Because you can punch in shit and you can be like, oh, there's that one. Oh, I, hi. I, I, I ran into you on a bus one time and we exchanged recipes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just some innocuous shit mm-hmm. that just turns into people fucking. I'm a big fan of Dateline. Do you watch Dateline and 48 Hours <laughs> Mystery? <laughs> and has been IDTV? a while. I watch that oh, shit man. religiously. All right. And all the time, there's somebody that gets caught on some shit with social media. You know what I mean? Um, You got Keith Morrison on it. He's like, he was a normal man. And now he's a dead man. All because of social media. He's like, I'm about to turn to my girl. I fucking knew it. It's just fucked up out there. Here's something. I I watched the Tetris Championship the other day. Do you watch Fucked Up Sports? The Tetris? Oh, Tetris. Let me tell you I didn't even know that existed. Okay. It's it's awesome, by the way. Well, Wood's a dork, so he would know that. He's a computer (laughs) dork, which is fine, in between, you know, procreating. I remember driving from from here Uh to California, and Uh I played Tetris the entire way. On, I had a Game Boy, an original Game Boy, so it was black and white, uh-huh. and I played Tetris, and my goal was to get to level 12. Do you know how hard it is to get to level 12? I do not. Okay, we'll okay. try it one time. So okay. you guys don't play? Um, I've played Tetris, not competitively. Not uh, not, 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 Tetris is a beautiful game. I haven't put I, fucking I beautiful game. chalk on my hands to play fucking Tetris <laughs> like Wood has, but I'm watching the Tetris Championship because I've watched the Cornhole Championship right before, oh, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you want to see some, some random sports... Turn on ESPN or ESPN News during the football playoffs yep. or the baseball playoffs or the NBA playoffs, and they put or anything on there. find ESPN 3. ESPN 3, right. which yeah. is even worse. But here... <laughs> the Cornhole Championship, let's go... Have you watched that? Have you ever... You know what Cornhole is, right? No. Where they throw the beanbags across oh. into the hole. I didn't know that was the name. Yeah, and, it, and they have an actual competition tournament, and it's put on ESPN, and they stole their style from bowlers. So, screw you, Cornhole. And no motherfuckers are sponsored <laughs> up. In the Cornhole. Jimmy Dean loves yeah. fucking Cornhole Championship. Yeah, but anyhow, the champion, Tetris Championship I'm watching, who... I'm just going to say, who's the best race of Tetris players? Asian. Asian. And I'm watching these Asians <laughs> put these fucking Tetris things in all sorts of things. I'm like, yeah. how come... There's not a, 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 an and abundance... And it's moving fast. How you come barely there's have not time to an think abundance about it? of Asian movers? Like they moving in Packers, and and then it dawned on me because they got to drive the truck. So yeah, they'd be able to pack the truck properly, but they'd never be able to get it there. Cause, you know, oh, oh, Haley, I'm sorry. You you don't have to co-sign this. I know you kind of want to back out now, but I just need to say this: they'd never be able to get the fucking truck that they packed to the hill. They probably put seven apartments in the two apartment truck. They'd never be able to get it there because I'm gonna tell you right now. You ever play older Asian on the road? Yeah, you uh, have played yeah. it. Huh? Yeah, everybody so, listening to us. Somebody cuts you off, it. and you're just like, "This motherfucker is either old or Asian." And I play with my girl, and she gets pissed at me. 
She gets pissed. You I'm can like, tell by the hair. Do, do, no, you. But you can't always see that shit. That's, you can't yeah, always see fair it. Fair enough. Not with so the tinted every, windows anymore. Well, no, because everybody's short. short. Everybody's below the headrest. <laughs> everybody's below the fucking Safety headrest. First. So, <laughs> so you're driving, and I, it's fifty-fifty, like, and a hundred percent. You know, you're like it's either old or Asian. There's always one. I take that back. Probably ninety-eight percent. Every once in a while, you get some yeah. old of other race of other shit. Maybe a new right, driver. Right. Right. Yeah. Those young kids, those 16 year olds, they do some stupid shit. But, you know, I, so I, to go along with your point, I was thinking about this the other day. Go ahead. Would you rather have an old person driving uh-huh. or a teenager driving? Driving me or driving, driving themselves? Driving around in general. I would rather have a teenager. teenager. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. They have quicker yeah. reflexes. Yeah. 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 Like if they're about to hit me, they're about to run over my kid's ball in the street, asshole that did that. Um, <laughs> I would rather have a teenager drive because yes. you can dodge that. But the old person's going to be like, thump, 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 thump. Yeah. And then they're dead. And, and they stop when they get <laughs> home and they're like, maybe I hit something. You know what I mean? That's, I that, that's the shit that goes in my mind. And let me ask you this, Haley. Do you ever look at an old person and imagine them as a young person, like what they look like? You ever do that? No, I don't you think I, I do. Because I, I don't do. think I could. I do all it's the time. Re- I think that's really hard. Exactly. That's why yeah. you do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because, <laughs> because there's old men out there that have done some shit. There's old women yeah. out there that done old women, old women, old men and old women went to clubs back in the yeah, day. They, they, yeah. they, they were called Lindy Hops, yeah. right? You <laughs> were you're not here. You wouldn't be here for one for your grandma and grandpa doing whatever they did, however <laughs> yeah, they did it. Right. You know, what I, mean? so right. I, I was at a at a at a at a red light the other day, and I looked over, and there was this old dude, and I just tried to imagine him as a younger guy because he, we were all once young. Yeah. You know what I mean, and it yeah. happens just so progressively, and in your head, it's weird because. Because in your head, you're still like in your heyday. You know, you, you find your, your <laughs> yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, Until you go to exactly. get out the way of a teenager in a car or right, yeah, try and lift enough. something because yeah. you work for a Japanese Tetris company and you're trying to load a couch. <laughs> you're just like, this shit's heavy. heavy. <laughs> Nanamco or whatever. So right along with that then, what would you say is, because we're going to take it from the Keith show and we're going to bring it back to the mascot. <laughs> uh, what would you say is like the median age for you then that you see? Because, um, you know, most people that I talk to and, and, that, and that have gone to counseling, and myself included, you know, it's that, um, that you're leaving your 20s um, and then you're almost to your 50s. So kind of, I mean, that's a, lo- that's a that's long time. That's the counseling age Aaron, bracket that, you see? That's what I see, okay. but I don't know. What, 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 what about for you? I get quite a few adolescents. And wow. then I... I would say the 20s and 30s are the most common. Because you would hope that by 40, 50, you've got your shit figured out. Yeah, you would hope. But I think (laughs) the older generation, I want to say about like older 50s, 60s, 70s, they grew up in a different time about with how therapy was. It's a little more taboo. Yeah, they don't 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 do it. Yeah. I've had a couple you know, old couples, but that's so rare. So that's it's rare. it's more common now, right? Yes. Like the the millennial generation, Gen Z, they are counseling is a thing. It's it's part yes. of your life, right? Yeah, which is great. I love that. I well, because awesome. it brings you clientele. Yeah, but more so because I think it's just nice that people are seeing the that it's okay. The the yeah. Is, yeah, it's getting there. And it's still got some. I'm, I'm a little facetious with it, but I agree with it. You know, I put my kids in, and I I've been through it, and I love, it, and I think it's great. And it's unfortunate that we went through such an era where nobody went. Yeah. Because it was oh, yeah. it was, was no one macho like all the guys were all macho. Yeah. We're not going to go. The ladies, yeah. If you've got a problem with me being an asshole in the, in the house, then that's your problem. You go. I, so, uh, so I assume you're seeing less of that now. Yeah, less of that, less of the 
it's too cool. Right. Like, mm. we can't go because we've got to put on this facade yeah. that we can't have a come perfect in the back life. Door and yeah. All that shit. yeah, we have the perfect life and we can't that, show that we have a problem. I want to talk to you about the perfect life thing, but I, let me just uh, expand on what Wood said. I remember in my first marriage where I just kind of winged it, and I don't recommend anybody <laughs> winging it in a fucking marriage, but I winged it. You That's know what a I mean? little hard to do that. <laughs> yeah, it worked great for a long time, trust me. I was winging uh, the fuck out of it. You'd be surprised how many people do that. But I, I, uh, but I went to counseling, and I remember the problem I had with counseling was the time. Like, here I am talking to you about my shit, and at a certain point in time, you start looking at the clock, and you're like, oh, trying yeah. to wrap it up. And that took away the personal effect for me. So here we are talking. I just met you, and I'm dropping all my shit on you. And I see you getting heavy bags under your eyes. Your fucking hair is falling out. You know what I mean? You're just like, God yeah. damn, you did all that? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm dropping it all on you. And then you're like, all right, well, next time. And I'm like, wait, I'm not done. You know? And that took away the personal effect for me because I, I, I took it personally. But I had to understand, you know, this, this is a person at work and over time. So that was hard for me initially. You, do, you, do you run into that a lot with people that are just like, um, what the fuck? You throwing me out? You know what I mean? Because you come in. That, for me, I came in that door and you went out the side door in the office. You didn't yeah. go out the same lobby door. Yeah. No, I, I don't know if I run into that too much now. I think people kind of know that it's a process mm-hmm. and we can't. Figure it all out in one week. So what I understand, too, is like the recommended time is 45 minutes. 50. I got 50. It, it depends. I have some that do 45, some that do 50, some that do 55. So that's the insurance would, level, huh? Yep. Which, which got shitty always, insurance. Yeah, huh? I, would always push, I would always push it to an hour, just, you know, that first little bit kind of, I'm still giving my info, but I'm, you know, I'm just kind of bullshitting a little bit, but I push it to an hour because 45 doesn't feel like anything to me. What can you do in 45 minutes? A lot. So, all right. So where we live, the, the area we live, we got a lot of people that are trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. But out here, they're not called the Joneses. They're called the Sorensons and Erasmusons, okay? <laughs> so a lot the of Smiths. There's a lot of, a lot Smiths, of Smiths out too. here. A lot yeah. of Hansons, S-E-N and S-O-N. Yeah. A lot of people yes. trying to keep up with them. The weight of that. I'm sure you run into a lot of that where people are just like, I just, just, this is not me. Whatever's going on. Yeah, no, so much, especially, oh, so, it's, it's a hard culture here. So social media, though, too, I've got, I hate to bring it back to this, because we do social media for this podcast, and it benefits us. I, I call it ball jiggling, is what I call it, <laughs> little, little yeah. areola rubbing. We're, we're tickling yeah. a little yeah, right, bit, right, yeah, yeah. 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 look so, at me. <laughs> but social media, like, my, my rule is, and I'm one of those trolling assholes on social media, so that's where I'm at, but you see, and my, my rule is the bigger the better the more glamorous the life on social media the worse it is behind closed doors that's kind of my and so when people start putting up how great everything is how perfect it is look at my home look at my kids look at my this that it's so great on social media but inside it's turmoil yeah a lot of the times a lot of the times it is the families that look perfect especially here in utah the families that look perfect have the most going on inside but what I do like about social media is now it's becoming a lot more common for people to share that shit that's going on. Their mess. It's, it's, it's getting a lot more common. Interesting that you say that because uh, I was just having a, a conversation with my girl, I think yesterday. People talking about, and, and he's a big um, sportscaster in the state of Utah. He mm-hmm. covers all sports and does it. But he, every bit of his nasty divorce and everything that's going on with him trying to get a new home and his kids, and every, he's all out there. On Twitter, he's not shy about it. Like, so it's and you were able to read it, and you don't know him. Yeah. See, which throws me off because if I'm walking down the street 
And I walk up, I, I met you today for the first time. So me and you meet down the street and I walk up to you and go, um, guess what? My kid's sick. I'm late on my mortgage. You're just like, get yeah. the fuck away from me, freak. No, I'm not done. I'm not done. I got a flat tire two days ago. I haven't eaten. I shit in my bed last night because I was laughing so hard. You're like, what, 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 what the fuck? Yeah. But yet people put all that shit on social media. Oh, I know. It's safe. It's a lot safer Is place. It don't but it, yeah, because there's people that we, we follow on social media. And I'm not going to say your names. You know who you are. I'm, if I see you in public, I'm not going to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Because you're a freak, number one. Number two, I don't know what you might take out of my pocket. Okay, so just leave me alone. Let's be friends on social media. Stay away. It's a fake it's world. It. it is. And that goes Very. back to trying to live that perfect life. Mm-hmm. That people, I think Moby had a song. Yeah, I listen to fucking Moby. Moby. <laughs> you laugh, motherfucker. Yeah. Aren't you Moby? Didn't yeah, the listener say you were fucking yeah. Moby? Yeah. But I think there's a song called Perfect Life by Moby. Yeah. And it's just, just the weight of all mm-hmm. that shit, man. Do you ever have anybody leave your office? You talked to me earlier. You said you're a cat person. You said you you, you had a dog that passed away about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. which which sucks because I went uh, through that. Yeah. God, has anybody yeah. ever come and talk to you about a pet dying? Oh, not that I can so think of. Nobody, I can't remember. You don't get any 70-year-olds in there because I would assume no, that's what No, it's going be. to be the... It's going to... Whatever. It's my own stereotypes. I don't care. It's going to be a millennial that had a cat die. It's going oh to come in goodness. and cry and say, look mm-hmm. at all my photos. I, I, I Okay. I, I, I had an experience <laughs> yes. just the other day of some girl was talking to me. I don't have kids because I have a lot of kids. Yeah. And I, I'm proud of my kids. Most of them. Yeah. And yeah. I said <laughs> to them... You know, I got kids. Do you have kids? No, I've got cats. I said, I bet you have a picture of your cat on a windowsill. Guess what they showed me? A picture of the cat on the windowsill. What are you doing? In the sun. And that's who's going to come in and visit you. It's somebody that their their cat on a windowsill died. Yeah. And now what do you do? I say go buy another one. Anyway, Haley, my question was this. <laughs> my question was, have you ever had anybody leave your office and you're just like, shit, I feel sorry for their pet? Because pets... <laughs> No, seriously. Pets see some shit. That no, you, you yeah, pets they, see, they see all the they fetishes. They see you naked. They see yep. you taking a shit. They see you brushing your <laughs> yep, teeth. They, yep. they see you Very fucking. True. I mean, yeah, they right? do. Right? Yep. And then they see all the bullshit going on. They see they yeah. see you getting mad because the toast is burned yep. or because the coffee's not made. Yep. And the pet's just like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. This is what you're fucking pissed off <laughs> yeah. about right now, man? Yeah. And they see you throwing shit. And yeah. for the, the uh, abusers out there, they see you abusing people. I would feel so sorry for a pet doing <laughs> if, your job. I really would. If animals, I never thought of that. My I first question to me, yeah, you're going to think of it now. I'm going to. When they walk in the room, I'd be, my, one of my first <laughs> 10 questions would be like, do you have an animal? And then I would just see that animal sitting in a windowsill, a yeah, cat, because uh-huh. that's where he gets his picture, or a dog cowering under the fucking uh, oh, counter. Because yeah. well, as soon as you start yelling, that dog's going to dog run takes away. Or yeah. they bark. And if they yeah. bark, what, what does somebody do? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. you know? so oh. I, I would always feel sorry for the animal because I, I like animals more than I like people. Yeah, yeah. they're more loyal and they're kind. And I read something that, the yeah. other day. They said a dog is the only thing on this earth that loves you more than it loves itself. I've yeah, heard that's that before. True. You heard that? Oh yeah. gosh, it gives me the but, chills uh, right also, now. Man. To some, to to go along with that, I also have seen you know to 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 go along with that, and the reason why is because. You're their family for their entire life. Mm-hmm. They're your family yes. for a few years. Yeah. So, and that's probably why. Damn. All right, I gotta get off that. Yo, no, seriously, we're gonna that, lose that fucks me up, man. Gonna, we're gonna need a therapy session here yeah, in about a minute. It'd be wood by himself because I'd be over there talking to you. What advice would you give the royal family with what they're going through now? To we're, give what family? The, the royal, royal family, family, the England. Because oh uh, she, yeah, they're I just like, read about that. We're out of here. We we don't want any part of it. Deuces, bitch. Mm. Yeah, but he is the youngest of the children, right? Of, yeah, of, of the, the yeah. grandchildren. Yeah, and so he comes in line. For the throne, like after Seventh all of his or older something? brothers, yeah, his older brother yeah, kids. he's got nothing. So yeah, it's like 
good. Go do your thing. But I feel, I feel for her because of all the back, the backlash she's received. Yeah, because it's the uh, so it's, it's the like, greedy American that's pushing it. Yeah. So well, yeah. it's the greedy colored American. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> I did that weighs some something on it too. Well, yes. I, all I yes. read it, in my defense, all I read was it was the greedy American pushing the agenda, and. And uh, you know, I think that's kind of shitty because he's got to agree to it too. Yeah, it's, I think it's tough. But I the one thing I learned where I, when I read this story, I can see both sides because that is what I have been trained to do is understand both nice. sides. So nice. I can understand the royal family side, the queen, and then I can understand their side and hers, where she's coming from. And I get it. So oh, oh, this just, just I, I thought of this. So you are trained to look at both sides. I like how you get all happy. I thought of this. And you're like, yeah. like we're supposed to be like, oh, great. What did you thought of this? Could, could you pat me on the So, so Keith and I, can you d- diagnose our relationship here? Because he's abusive. Is, um, if, do you ever get the, the people, the, they come in because it's family therapy. Do you ever get the spouse, one or the other, that's upset with you? Because I know you're trying to see both sides, and, you, I, and I assume that you don't take sides. Mm-hmm. But if you see that, like, husband's being a complete prick, he's a narcissistic asshole, controls all the money, controls all of this and that. His name is Wood. All right. Okay, yeah. All right. Stop it. I'm trying to get my own free <laughs> therapy session here, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone about it. Do, do you ever find yourself, or have you, and anyone ever mentioned to you, like, stop taking their side? I can recall one time where it was kind of like, I feel like you're kind of on their side more, but it was kind of justified. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? You're, like, you're right. <laughs> so what do you do with that? You have to approach it very carefully. You have to approach how you talk to people to call them out on their shit because people don't want, they don't like it. They don't want it. And so you have to, you have to approach it really careful. Which is, it blows my mind. Cause if you're in counseling, I expect to hear the worst of the world. Like, Tell me I suck. Tell me I'm bad. Tell me I need to do this or that. But yet, hearing from you, it's like you've got to tiptoe around people's weaknesses. And I don't, I well, don't I understand. I think in individual counseling, you can call them out a little bit more. Okay. You suck, okay. you know. But in couples counseling, it's, it's a different dynamic. And that's where mm-hmm. marriage therapists are trained different. It's, you have to kind of make sure they both feel heard and they're both feeling it and approach it differently. So do you get a lot of families in? You said you're a a family and marriage counselor. So mm-hmm. do, do people walk in five at a time, them and their kids? I've had a few. Usually it's, we're doing couples counseling. And Husband so we bring in their kids. Yeah, we bring in the kids and work some of that. Or if I'm working with a kid, we bring in the parents. So it just kind of varies. But marriage and family therapists are trained with two or more in the room. And we have to have oh. so many hours of that training mm-hmm. where other therapists don't have to have that. So we learn the dy- different dynamics of it all. What's the youngest person you've had to deal with? I worked at a children's counseling place, so I had like three-year-olds, four-year-olds. That's not what I was expecting. I was was talking coming in with the family, but that's that's something else right there. So uh, a three-year-old that needs counseling, or or I would assume the state thinks they need counseling, or is it their parents that think they need counseling? It's kind of both. It was different cases. Oh, man. Yeah, now wonder you only did that for eight months. That's fucked yeah, up, man. No. Yeah, that one. It was eight months, right? right? That, one, that one at the children's place, it was just an internship for three months. Oh, Because I be thought done. that's what I wanted to do, but I, I didn't enjoy it as much. And there, but there are, there are people that, like, yeah, let's, that's what I want. Yeah, which is awesome. It I, is, but so I great. can't even imagine. Do you find it, um, 
that people seek out female therapists more than male or male more than female? Because it's different dynamic for female. me. Per, for me personally, I would rather go in and talk to a female. Mom, that's yeah. mom. That's yeah, mom. That, yes, that's, that's yeah. and that's where I'm at. No, seriously, yeah, that, no, that's softer. It makes sense. And no, generally it's female. So is your profession then? Um, is it more female, female dominated, or yes. is it more male? It's more female. A lot more females go into this field. And I can, I can get behind that because I that's what I what I. I think, but um, just knowing a lot of people, there are some that are, well, I can't, I don't want to open up to a female because she's going to take my wife's side or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. well, maybe you're an asshole, that's why, you know. So they want to go to a male, assuming he will take your side, but that's not going to be the case, I imagine. No, it's pretty rare. Because I imagine that you also take the side of, not that you're taking sides, but you take the side of the guy at some times. Well, and I guess that there, okay, there are some therapists, because everybody has their different approach, and there are some therapists that will just straight up take a side. And say so you need to fix this, and you need to fix this. Do they but get assaulted a lot? Because I would, I would, <laughs> like, feels well, like it would. Be. I would yeah. be pissed. I would hate that. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, you don't want to piss them off and think that you're a dick right. as a counselor. Mm. You want them to come back, so you got to kind of make them feel heard and make sure you feel that they feel that you understand their story and where they're coming from. But I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, and I would assume it's not just you. Just want them to come back. It's um, when I go to so the counselor I see, she's great. Her name's Sue. So if you're listening, I appreciate you. Um, I, I, you just rhyme that shit. Your name is Sue. I appreciate you. Yeah, well, I was going to break into song. You've interrupted me. Woodlove's, Woodlove's Tupac. <laughs> but, you know, I, I expect that she is invested in me to a degree. Because if she yes. takes on everything I have, then she's going to be messed up like I am. But if, <laughs> if she... But I expect that she's invested in me to a degree, you know, yeah. so you have, you kind of have no, to. No, when right? I say I wanted to come back, it's because right. like, I know I don't, it's not all just about the money for me. It really isn't. It's just, I mean, one, it's my job. So yeah, but I really want to help these people. And I know that I can in most right. cases. Like, and so I'm like, come back. Like, we got to work on this every week. Let's get this. Let's do it. And I want to help you. And I believe that most can. I have a... I don't want to go too dark on this. We don't go that way <laughs> typically. But if you think about mental health, right? Like uh, America is all on the mental health bandwagon right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a mental health mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Yet it's so expensive. And if, even if I have insurance, well, you can only go see these mm-hmm. people who were not great. Yeah. Okay. And you can only go see them because that's all we cover. Well, if I want to go see somebody else, now I'm... I'm mortgaging my house to go see somebody that is actually qualified and really good about it. So we talk about homeless people, for example. If they, if they have mental health issues, how the hell are they going to afford that shit? Okay, this is a big topic for mental health professionals. And you kind of have to view it as, what do you do for your physical health? You ha- how much do you have to pay to go get your knee checked out? How much do you have to pay for you to stay on top of your diabetes? Mm-hmm. Well... Mental health is just as important. It's just as important. People don't see that. And so, yeah, and you do need to pay for that. You do have to pay uh, okay. some money for it. I guess to clarify, I'm not complaining about going no. to see enough. But uh, what I'm saying is we don't make it. But how easy can I? I can go to a sports medicine doctor. In fact, I'm, I'm going to one this Thursday because I may or may not have hurt myself. But I'm going one, and it's easy. Copay, a few bucks. I'm out the door. I'm checked. I'm easy. In and out. Mental health is not that way. It's behind. Right. It's so behind. And I don't, I don't understand this. So how do, we, 
how do we get to the point where everything is so accessible like that? A chiropractor, for hell's sakes, is even cheaper. Yeah. Which and easier. You call it's way that easier to get whatever into. medicine you want, whether you believe in chiropractors or not, you could go see a chiropractor. You can go see a therapist. Yeah. I would think it's the time of acceptance. It is. Like you said, there was a stigma behind it. And I, I came up in that era where shake it off. What the fuck's wrong yeah. with you? Why, why are you doing yeah. that? I, right. Don't act like that. What's depression? Get happy. Why are you, why are you, mm-hmm. you know, all exactly. that shit. But there's people out there that really cannot. Um, I think it's uh, The Longest Yard. No, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. There's this yeah. dude called Can't Get Right. You know, people can't, people can't, can't get, get right. right. They're, just, they're just mine. And it, there's things that happen up there. You know, you got people. All right, let's go this way. We talk physical. What You can run from here to, to fucking Idaho. All okay. right. Yeah. I can run from here to maybe my car. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's flip it. Yeah. Um, I could lift that car. Yeah. You can't lift the fucking jack that goes to that car. Right. right? We all have things that are strong <laughs> yes. for us. You yeah. understand what I mean? Exactly. And so, so people, some people have strong minds. Some people do not. Some mm-hmm. people deal with things. Differently, some people put things up there that are just fucked up and aren't there, and some people just they can yep. shit just rolls off them. And, and what what it is is you know we look at those people or we used to look at those people as weak minded. Yes, yeah. that's a term that should be gone now. Yeah, right. Definitely, it should be done. There's and it's it's how you're born too. I mean, it's like diabetes runs in the family. Well, so does mm. depression. So does mm. bipolar. I mean, those all run through the family. Right. And yes. so sometimes right. yes, you're the way your brains. Wired isn't the same as somebody else. The Hemingways. Don't they have a history of uh, Ernest Hemingway and Muriel Hemingway? And yeah. I think there was another Hemingway. Where a bunch of them off their fucking selves. And they, yep. they found out. And this is back in the late 90s where that ran in the family. Right. Yeah, there's history. Suicide. But, just like alcoholism. Right. Just like drug use. I also read, yes. too, though, that once one person in the family does, the next person in line is, I don't know, like 50%, 60% more likely to do it because... Well, that was the easy way. With and it's a mental health suicide. issue. Suicide? Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot more likely to happen if someone else in the family did. Yeah. And so if it's somebody just, does boom, it. boom, boom. Mm-hmm. It's just generational. It keeps going. Yeah. It. And it keeps going. My question for you, Haley, after talking about all the shit we talked about, <laughs> or have talked about, or will talk about, where do you dump your shit? Do you, do you have people leave out that little side door mm-hmm. right there, and then you call in Jan or Terry or James <laughs> and say, hey, come here, I got to talk to you for a minute. You know, you just play like, you know, you dump it on them, and then they dump it on somebody. Where, where's uh-huh. all that go for you? Okay, the shit that I hear in therapy? You just well, you're taking care of everybody's both. You have both because you got right. somebody else's shit. Hey, um, I find my 12 year old daughter attractive. You know that type of shit yeah. happens in family yeah. therapy, right? And then you got your thing where whatever's happening in your life. You know, you're married, you got kids, and you got issues, right? Yeah, because we all do. Yes. Where do you dump your shit? On my husband. Oh God, <laughs> poor guy, huh? Poor yeah. dude, man. So he's in. He's therapy. outside. He's outside <laughs> fucking crushing rocks and shit with a sledgehammer. <laughs> No, and each therapist should have their own therapist. You really should. Everybody should have a therapist. But mm-hmm. and you're not saying that just because you're of the ilk of a therapist. You're not saying that for the for the for the cause of of the dollar. The you're do- saying no, that because you really feel that I way. I believe in therapy. I think it's important. Now, here, here's here's what I learned. Now, not all therapists are for you. No. You, not at all. you can go and sit down across from somebody and be like, this motherfucker is a cocksucker. I'm yep. going to try the next one. But people get so caught up in trying to make that square peg fit in a round hole where right. you right. don't have to do that. Well, that's where you kind of can feel the difference between a good, a good therapist 
I always tell my clients, like, if you're comfortable with me, let's move forward. If mm-hmm. not, I understand. I get it. We're not always and that's where I a good and, match. and I think that brings it back to a little bit of what I was saying with insurance. Like you're forcing me to go to somebody that I I don't have it because I had this experience. I don't have this connection. I don't I don't even feel like they are listening. Mm-hmm. I think they're just sitting there letting me talk, let alone trying to help me. But the the person over here, I feel like invested maybe is a bad word, but they at least are trying. But yet now I've got to pay three times yeah. as much to go and it's hard like i don't know i i if you get into the profession i would hope that you have some kind of um loyalty i guess i don't know like you want to uh, and you don't want to connect with them in that way but you at least understand them where yeah. they're coming from yeah you want to be i want to be sure that they feel comfortable with me i don't want them to feel uncomfortable i don't want them to feel like oh it's not a good match and they're judging me. I don't want them to ever feel that way. And if they do, go elsewhere. I, I don't I don't mind. When you say judging you, what do you mean? Because I judge every fucking body. I judge my fucking waiter. Is this motherfucker going to put his thumb in my goddamn soup? Yeah, that's your waiter. You know what I mean? So Keith has an issue. He, I, anyone I, brings him a plate, if their hand's not on the bottom of it, carrying it to him, oh. or on a tray carrying it to him, whatever part their hand is near, he cleans off his plate, throws it away. Keith, hey, let's dive into that. That's a mother <laughs> issue. No, my mom did that to me. My mom did that to me. And I could talk to you all there for probably three hours, okay? <laughs> So there's people out there who, and I, I saw this on social media, where this dude thought the anime characters were real people. Mm. That, mm. that that whole anime life where they, you know, which is weird it. to me because they don't, don't look it. like real people. No. But no. that whole anime thing where people think the characters are real people and they don't leave their room. No, and so yeah. they're, they're, they're rubbing the meat off or, yeah. or touching yeah. themselves dry or whatever the case. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you run into shit like that where people think video games are the real deal? I haven't personally, but I know they're out there. I know. Hmm. I mean, there's, I, I know there's everything out there where it's all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. Really, really right. weird. All right. Are you excited to encounter that shit? Because no. I would, I, I would be just for the fucking <laughs> yeah. party story. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I mean, usually those things, there's there's stuff going on underneath. As soon as some as some lot. guy walks in and says, "I watched one one guy one jar and he got off to it," <laughs> like, whoa. You got some problems, my Okay, fella. let's go back to when you were a kid. Let's start here. <laughs> so, so how big a role, um, how often then, I guess, in your, do you see pornography as an issue? Huge. It is a huge problem in, our, in where we are, in our society. Hey. In right, Utah. Before, okay. uh, <laughs> before we get into this, I'm going oh. to tell you about a dude, okay? Oh, boy. So, when I was in high school. Is his name Kevin? No, this is a real <laughs> dude. I think his name was Mike. This is dude. He used to cut out. Remember Sears where they have the broad <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, right, and uh-huh. black and white. He would cut those up and hang them in his fucking. In the in the eighties and nineties, there's only one way to get there, buddy. Yes. <laughs> but he put them in his locker. He, he, he got, so you got these girls, you know. What is it? Demonstrating bras, uh, modeling bras and shit in black yeah. and white, and they'd be in his locker. And you open the locker, you'd be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, oh, that's hot. <laughs> that's hot. All right, so that's a form of pornography. Yeah. But all right, yes. back, back, back to Wood's question. That just made me think of Mike. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? Oh, sorry, Mike. I hope you've progressed since then. <laughs> Mike's in prison, I'm sure. Of it, but. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so it's, it's a huge issue. Do you find it more predominantly in men or women? Men. For sure, it's definitely in men. I don't think I've ever worked with a woman that's had a problem with it. 
Are they less likely to say it, or you just don't think it's as big an issue? Because they can always get it. No. That is true. Let, let I me, agree with you. A guy has to fantasize because he can't always get that. He can't always get the two fucking, you know, um, blonde midgets right. in his room. <laughs> right. So he has to go to pornography to do that. The girl, if she wants two, she, um, can, she wants two fucking Jamaican midgets, she can find that she shit. She can get it. Yeah. yeah. A guy would jump usually to get her that. Jump. Right. Yeah. 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 This, this has come up in conversation with some of my friends. Um, is so if if you're drinking and all the guys uh, are like, hey, I want that girl to be over there to get naked. Let's just, you know, whatever. There's Dude. a lot more between that and <laughs> okay. whatever. But continue. She, she's gonna say, y'all are crazy. No, there's like four or five of you. I'm not going to get naked. However, flip that, and there's five, six women in a room, and they say to the guy, hey, get naked. By the time that sentence is over, they're naked. So the girls... Because guys are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, I agree with that wholly. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Guys are fucking idiots. So I, I God, get... God, we're but... so stupid. <laughs> we really are. We're just dumb fucks, And a smart man. girl, I mean, she's not going to do that unless she knows that she can gain a lot more from it. Have you ever I had... Mean, that's a, me personally. Have you ever had a stripper or known of anybody that had a stripper as a client? Okay. I have a stripper as a client? No. Are they dancers? No. Not that I can think of. Mm. Performers? <laughs> How no. are you wording this? I'm looking for the word. No, Anybody that I, took their clothes off and came and talked to an you? Escort. Not in Utah that I found. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. Seems like she doesn't want to talk about that yeah, one right yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lady. They might be listening. He, he is <laughs> thing. I saw a lady on, a, on the news, right? She had twins, right? She had, okay. a, she had an older kid and she had twins. Then 16 months later, she had another set of twins. Wow. Um, she needs to stop fucking. I think I could count to that motherfucker right there. <laughs> stop fucking, okay? It seems like it's a pretty easy. Oh, I yeah. want to say that to a lot of people. Well, oh, where? Yeah. yeah, and some people like, should. Okay, no, let's be done. Me and Wood talked about this. I, I remember living in an apartment. I'm going to run this real quick, guys, for you guys. Trying to get a dog. You had to get a letter from the landlord when you yep, were, yep. and all this shit. The landlord yeah. said, but you can fuck all day and have kids all day. Yep. I know. Yep. It's so sad. Isn't that weird? It's so sad. This is a human being you can have. So you can have kids. You can get a, a kid taken away by the state and still have another kid. Yeah. 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 Joke's on you, bitch. I made another one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm sure you went into a lot of that shit. Yeah. A lot. And especially working at the with the adolescents at the residential treatment center. Mm-hmm. Just running into that and working with like who can ha- who can take the kids after and who can't and the parents that get their kids taken away versus the parents that can't get their kids back. It is it's just ugly. It is ugly. Yeah. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Now, when you sit there and you talk to the parents, whose fault is it? It's always somebody else's <laughs> fault, huh? But the, I, I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now. With the girls, it's a guy. Um, James made me go out there and suck dick for fucking money <laughs> at, the, at the fucking truck stop. He was and telling went, me to shoot and, up heroin so what, I could, yeah. And yeah. what the guy is, I can't get a job. Um, nobody gives me a chance. That type of shit. Am no, I right? Yeah, I'm, management no, exper- I'm management material and they're just giving me bottom line. Yeah, shit. everybody, a lot of people have a lot of excuses. Is there... So many excuses. How, how comparatively, ver- the ones that give you excuses versus the ones that own up to their shit, mm-hmm. like what's the ratio there? I That's don't know math about an exact, again. I know, I know we've been struggling I'm with that today. Um, <laughs> I just know for sure that it's more excuses. More excuses than, than people owning up. It. it is rare when people own up. But if they own up, I would I would assume because I'm not a counselor, obviously. But I would assume if if someone owns up to their issues, 
that's easier to work with than something that gives you the excuse. So much easier. You can't really make changes unless they own up. That's mm. the fir- one of the first steps. You got to have accountability. I am so quick to own up to shit when I fuck up because I just I just want it over. That is so good. I just want it over. Oh wait, yeah. okay. I know I'm when I fu- no, please no, do therapy, please. What you got? Well, why are you doing it? Are you doing it to get it over with, or are you doing it because you actually are owning up to it and you understand your mistake? Both. Okay. All right, both. Fair. I want it over with, and I understand my mistake after the fact that I did. That that's okay. that's that's old Keith. New Keith, I try. I, look, let me tell you something right now. I stay home, okay? I stay I, I, stay I do the same. Home. It's safer to it be behind be right. my own walls. It is. Yeah. I, I, I make the trip to Woods House, and I, I, I put myself on a timer. I, I got nine <laughs> minutes to make it to the fucking woodshed yeah, to get this yeah. shit taken care of. But no, seriously. Um, I think when you learn to own your own shit, you do a lot better with stuff. If you just say, I'm wrong, I fucked up, I'm sorry, um, it won't happen again, and then actually not do it again. That's the biggest That's part. That's the thing. The biggest difference. That's the hard thing, You don't thing, do it right? again. Right. Yeah. That's a huge thing. But yeah, people that can own up to it, they're going to make the changes quicker. They're obviously going to work better. The people mm. that make excuses, it's just going to be the same thing over and over and over again. And we're going to be in counseling forever. So, Good for you. Dollar bill, y'all. Dollar <laughs> exactly. bill, y'all. Thank you. Well, I, I'm glad that Keith brings that up. What's the length of time that you see any particular person? I know I, there maybe there's not a cap on like okay, eight sessions and then you're done. But what's typically like what what is it for you? It really it really varies. I always say you should always check in. Like get down to once a month. Get down to once every three months. Come in see me a couple times a year. I come in a year. Like you should always check in. But like a car, huh? Exactly. Yeah, like a tune-up. Just see what's happening. <laughs> we take more. Check what's we take on. more. Uh, we 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 spend more time and money on our car than we do ourselves. Absolutely. A lot of time. Oh, for sure. Because we can fix anything, and there yeah. goes the ego. Yeah. All right. And going back to girls always having a wallet, and I didn't say that earlier, but they do. Girls always have a wallet. <laughs> this girl named Caitlin Wall. Ward raised a million dollars for Australia, right? And she said, oh, if you donate so ten, you, you donate ten dollars minimum to the, of to ten dollars. I'll send you a selfie. Guess how much money <gasps> she put oh, out? She's guess how much money she raised? How much? I, no, I want you I to guess how much money she a raised. Million. Damn, you are so good. Oh. She raised a million dollars within within the first awesome. within the first weekend. She had five hundred thousand. Oh, is she the one that kind of got some backlash for that? Yeah, she got kicked off of Instagram. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do I know this? She got kicked <laughs> off Instagram. You can go to Reddit and find somebody all needs of to stay off social media. Don't <laughs> <laughs> huh? do my she, time. She, she, uh, you can find her stuff on Reddit anyway, but she was, apparently she was sending $10 or more on a donation. She would send you a personalized naked photo. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I had it written down on my list and, um, what, what, this goes back to our conversation we had yeah. about prostitution. Okay. let's talk. So you, <laughs> I will give you money and there's these websites, uh-huh. my free cams, um, Chatterbait. You don't know either one of them. Okay. Keep talking. I'm telling you, and I know, and I don't care that you know that I know, but I know. But people pay money to watch these women strip down, get naked. Yeah. They'll pay to watch couples have sex, which, whatever, if you're into that. They'll pay for all sorts of shit. Yet we cannot pay somebody to go have sex with them. And a lot of these women, <laughs> a lot of these women say, hey, if you pay me, then I'll even meet you, or I'll send you this, or I'll personalize mm-hmm. a video saying, oh, Douglas, this, I love it. Like, what? But you, we can't pay to have actual physical contact when the women are... I know. What yep. the hell? 
How is this any different than prostitution? I tuned a lot of that out because I don't want AIDS and like listening to that conversation <laughs> I feel would give me AIDS. But how is it any different? I, I don't I don't know. But let me ask you this. Sex plays a, a large role in what you deal with. Sexual distortion, yeah. um, um sex, sexual dysmorphia with people because people watch porn and they think, you know, oh, I, I could walk up and punch her in the back of the head and that's going to make her want to suck my dick. <laughs> you know, no, seriously. Yeah, right? no. So you want to pull out of your shit. Is porn the biggest detriment to what you do? Is it the biggest detriment to society? And I'm not saying porn is bad. I think porn is fucking awesome. I, it can I, be I, fine. I do. It can be I remember fine. being a little kid yeah. walking through the, the fucking woods <laughs> at Franklin Park and yeah. kicking the leaves because the bums would have little pictures of penthouse yeah. and and, uh-huh. and black ass uh-huh. and Playboy <laughs> torn mm-hmm. out. And I would find it and I'd be like, oh shit. Or on top oh, of the yeah. pavilion at the park. Yeah, I know But I'd never be about. smart. I, I wasn't smart enough to jerk off to it. I just was smart enough to trade it for some now and later. So you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was like money. You know? So I know I know sex sells. I know porn sells. Yeah. The, the, the girl taking a titties out for people for right. Australia, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I think is a good cause. Whatever it takes to get Fine. people. But yet I go into counseling and I'm like, my wife won't do ass to mouth. What's up with that shit? Because I watch it all the time. Well, Should be normal. That's disgusting. And she's got to kiss your fucking kids. <laughs> it, it, right? It is. Right? But, but how, percentage wise for you, without giving out too much in terms of um, topics or, or in um, direct incidents, porn has to be up there over 50%. Yeah, I would say it's over 50 Damn. In marriage problems here, yeah. here in Utah. Well, would you say I, I wouldn't think it would just be Utah? I think that'd be across the the, the, the nation. nation. I would, I would really agree with that. that. I really don't know. I it's because no. you don't know, and neither do we. Because if you don't know, we sure don't know. I just but I, but I, I feel like it's if if you have that conversation, the problem is is you can't have that conversation with your spouse. Like say, hey, yes, you can. You can. No, no, no. I'm saying you. Okay, yes, you can, but, but it doesn't happen. And they say, don't. hey, let's watch a little bit of porn together, mm-hmm. and and you get your 15 minutes every couple of weeks out of your system, and you're good to go. I think it could help, but instead we're jerking off, you know, in mm-hmm. a stable behind the house with the horses because never, we don't want our wife to find out. Never jerked off in a stable. <laughs> <laughs> never jerked off in a stable. I don't think I've ever been to a stable. <laughs> You guys weren't rural <laughs> enough. Here's the thing that kills me, though. Here's the thing that kills me. What's the age group of a lot of your men with sexual situations? 20s. Oh, early. I uh, think. 20s, 20. maybe 30s. See, in my head, I got 40s. I got the old dude. He's no. successful and he's got the wife and blah, blah, blah. And uh, because you see like like when you're younger in your 20s you think about oh a twosome I'd like to get her and her sister or her and her mom and then as you get older like me you're like I don't have the energy for that okay I I, I have no energy for her her mom or anybody else (laughs) all I really want to do is take a nap well but I think all I want to do is go to sleep you're proving (laughs) you get that that, huh yeah but I think you're proving her point where you ask what what age she says 20s maybe 30s that's because You've got the energy, you got the mm-hmm. stamina, you got the want to go. As you get older, they throw on Dateline, yeah, and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, in the twenties, I mean, you're starting to be able to live out those fantasies that you had as a teenage right. boy. Usually, mm. boys, I kind of do. Do you, you have just a... threw us all right in the same? <laughs> and, we're, and we're beating down on guys. So let me flip it because this is a guy podcast. So what you're saying here? Yeah. Right? <laughs> do you ever do you ever look at the girl and go like, hey, um, he wants. A goat in the bedroom. Do you have an extra spatula? Because he said he wanted a goat, a spatula, a jar of whipped cream, not a yeah. bottle, a jar of whipped cream, uh-huh. and some some uh, raisinets. Yeah. Why don't you do that for him? Do you ever you ever come into like that? Like, what's your problem? Why are you so prudish? 
Yes, but I say it a lot nicer than that. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, come, I'll come to the next one with you. Please do. And just call him out. I wanted to have my husband like sit outside the door and just like call yeah. in the yeah, door yeah. and be like... I heard what you said, you dumb bitch. <laughs> call uh, him out. You, you can put a clothespins on your titties. It ain't going to hurt. Right? But no, I do think that whatever it is, usually it's the female, but what, whoever it is needs to kind of be a little more into self, like exploring with their spouse. Definitely. Right. right. Definitely. It's a societal thing, though, because you look yeah. at the girl and she's supposed because his guys, uh, let's just break it down. My girl's in the room and I'm going to say this shit, okay? <laughs> girls are supposed to be pure <laughs> and yeah. untouched uh-huh. and the guy's supposed to come with all this fucking experience and bestow it upon this fucking girl, okay? <laughs> now, now, wait. Now you get a girl who yeah. knows some shit. You're like, hey, you fucking whore. Where'd you learn all this shit? For sure. Right? Well, you, well, the truth is, you shouldn't ask that question. Just enjoy the ride, right? Right, right. <laughs> Right. right, so you get this girl that's supposed to be pure and uncut, and you get the guy with all this experience, and he wants to do all this freaky shit, and she's like, "This is what attracted you to me, me and my purity." Right, right. Am I talking? And and, and then I still stay the pure thing, but behind the closed doors, let's get wild. Yeah. Who said it? Ludicrous. Yeah, a girl in the street, but a freak in the bed. <laughs> yeah, it don't fucking matter, man. Mm-mm. It don't Mm-mm. matter. Mm-mm. You want I, to I, th- I think there's a. a um, my own opinion, I think there's a, like, a, you're missing out on that openness with your partner. That's like, what I think. Don't be afraid. Like, if, if I'm going into it with you in, in, a, in a relationship and we're going to have some experiences. <laughs> I like how you worded that. <laughs> it's, it's about to go down. And this is what I come with. And you're either on or not. If you're not on board, then I've got to find the next one because I, I got, like to bake. I got kids to make. <laughs> yeah. And I like the bake. I like my whipped cream. Like, let's go. And then if she's like, well, you know what? No, this is the only way. Never going to be any different. I'm going to get bored with that. And be like, well, mm-hmm. but I come to you because I want you to open up to that. Like, where's the openness? Like, we're going <laughs> I, in this together. Let's be I think open that's together. A problem. I think it's a problem. And that's why I think you have to find someone that you're compatible with sexually. You do. Yeah, yeah right. It has to be open and it has to work that way. Mm-hmm. So... What's the hardest thing about your job overall? Now, outside the compatibility with sex, outside the finding how, you know, I got to dump my shit off, outside the kids. What's the hardest thing? Because everybody, everybody has something about their job. So I want that, and then I also want what you love the most about your job. Not just helping people. I want to hear something else. Okay, let me try to think. Um, the hardest thing I would say is not taking it home with me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Not. I had to learn. It took a while to learn how to cut that off. Because your husband's gonna be like, "Listen, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> had to leave that's, it at work. That's heavy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely had to leave that one at work. Um, but I think the other hard thing too, though, was the clients that are suicidal. That one's mm. really the, the, what? the, what the clients that are suicidal. suicidal. Damn. That is probably one of the toughest. Have you had somebody commit suicide after leaving you, or or any of your clients commit suicide? Um, after. It was about a, maybe six months to a year after I had someone that did. Yeah, that would be hard. Yeah, that was Because you put tough. that on yourself, huh? Like, I a didn't little do bit. It. Like, I could have done more. I should have yeah, done more. Yeah, like, what else could I have done to help them? That's tough. Damn. I can't, I, I can't imagine making that decision. Like, sitting there, mm. standing there, laying there, and that's your decision. I know a lot of people get lick it up to do it, and when you guys encounter me, I'm, I'm drunk most of the time, <laughs> right? But still, to say, you know what, this is it. This is the last thing I'm going to see, mm. last thing I'm going to hear. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I, I don't have that in me. So what's the most rewarding part 
your job? Seeing, seeing the success, seeing the client that and wanted to commit suicide, okay. that is finding joy in life now, mm. or the couple that was on the verge of divorce, they were separated and they came to you and then now their marriage is great and they're doing well. Hmm. That's the most rewarding. How do you turn that around? Because to go down that hill, to go down that hill with just shit's not right. You know, hearing that, he does this, she does that, the kids do this, I hate this, I hate that. That's got to be a long process. How, how, do you, how do you even attack that? Oh, slowly. What it would, is a very long process. What would be process. your initial line of like, okay, this couple comes into you first thing. So for all of our listeners out there that are too cheap ass to go in to see you, <laughs> they, they like, what's that first thing that you would suggest or that you suggest, like, do this? Well, I, you first have to know, do you really want this to work? Do you mm-hmm. really want to stay in this marriage? Because mm-hmm. if you do not want to stay in this marriage, this isn't going to work. This uh, will not work. Get the fuck out. You, yeah. leave, you leave now and you leave 20 minutes from now and go different places. <laughs> exactly. I was, right. yeah. no, I was told there are three happen. options. There's make it work, leave, stay together the way it is. And that's by importance, really. Make it work, fix it, basically. Leave because it's not working. Mm-hmm. Or stay the way you are, which is obviously terrible miserable. for sitting miserable. with you. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's what... And that's why a lot of people don't want to stay is because they're so miserable. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, well, let's make up our minds. What do we want to do? Do we want to make changes to fix it? And both of us have to make changes. That's the hard part. Mm. Even if it is one more person's like fault, I say that in quotations because sure. I don't always find necessarily fault. Two, Each typically. person has roles that they have to do. Each person has parts in the marriage. Each person has parts in the marriage. Yeah, everybody. That, that's, that's awesome. And I like that because in what I'm the relationship I'm in now is like, I cook, she cooks. I clean, she cleans. Fuck. I break cement, she breaks cement. I change <laughs> oil in the car, wait, she Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Let's talk about catching rats because I'm pretty sure you don't do that. Oh. She does all of that. She kills them with shovels. You sit there and scream like a little girl. Rats. Snakes. <laughs> oh, snakes. Any foreign animal. Oh, I forgot about the snake in the garage. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, no. Yeah. I don't do snakes. You don't do snakes? No, snakes. Nah, I mean, you run Cute together. little garden snake with seven out once. I'm like, I will not Throw go near it. Throw a rock it. at it. Get it to leave no your yard. No hell. Yeah. No thanks. Fuck that shit. Yes. You know, but it, it, people say it's, you know, it's a 50-50, but the 50-50 is mutable. It's all the things I do plus all the things she does, and it's all the mm-hmm. things she does plus all the things I do. We need to inter- interchange all that shit, right? Yeah, but it's because also important, like, Sometimes it's going to be 80% and 20%. And you have to understand that. that yeah. Sometimes it's going to be that. But then other times it's going to be reversed. And the other yes. person's going to be doing the 80. And the other person's going to be doing 20. It's okay. Right. There's nothing wrong I with that. I love that, Haley. I love that, man. So what, what, what is your long-term goal? What do you want to do with this right now? What, you want to change the world like Eric Clapton <laughs> and Babyface? Hell yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, what I'm starting to move into. So I'm a yoga, I'm yoga certified to teach. Can to you do the splits? yoga. Not now. I used to be able to. And so now I'm looking and training in yoga for mental health. So I want to do yoga for trauma survivors, yoga for depression, anxiety, and eventually... I said Eastern medicine. Do the holistic training. It's a body-mind. Because I grew up a dancer, and I love it. And then I did yoga because I was injured, and so I did yoga. And What about hot yoga? You ever do that? That's that's where I did my training, but it's it's miserable. It's not for me. I'm fine with it. If that's for someone else, I respect that. That's their thing, but it's not for me. No, no, it's awful. Do you remember you and I, Keith? 
I'm looking at you. We uh, just, I said that because listeners can't see us. We had a conversation one time. We were outside. It was 103. Okay. And I was miserable. Uh-huh. I was sweating. I think I was melting. I think part of my soul left my body. Yeah, I can see and that. And you walked up to me and you were like, oh, I love this. Love the heat. Love this heat. Love it. I feel like you would appreciate hot yoga. Okay. Me, I, w- I would hate every second of it. I went to Bikram hot yoga, yoga <laughs> and, and I walked in and they were doing it on a carpet. And, oh. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Gross. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. You know what I did? I left. Left. Yeah, walked out. Keep my $75, okay? Buy yourself a nice bottle of uh, Angeline wine and I'm the fuck out of here. I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing that. That's disgusting. That's a staff infection to me. Thank you. I, yes, I yes. could sure. never, ever, yes. ever do it. On fucking yoga. carpet, never. Uh-uh. Yeah. So yoga for you is that part of your release? Yes, it is. It's part of the healing for me because I have my own mental health and marital problems. Of course, everyone does, and so I have found yoga to bring in the body part, and it's part of my healing. Body do have, mind. Do you, feel, do you have to check yourself a lot more than you would if you didn't get all the shit dumped on you five days a week? Oh, uh, probably. Yeah. I would say I do. It's harder. It's it's tough. I can't. I can't even imagine. Do you, you, like I, I deal with my own shit, and and I'm a I'm a I'm a hot mess. Well, pretty much every day. If you just pay the child support on time, <laughs> you won't have the problems that you this have. This is why I jump from state to state <laughs> from time to time throughout the year. Okay, you're gonna find me here coming up in. I'll be in Phoenix here soon. Okay, got shit to take care of. All right. Stop telling the social services where you're going to be, all right? So, but I can't even imagine taking on everybody's issues every day of the week. No. It just feels to me like, I, I don't know. I don't know how you guys do it. But sometimes I find it therapeutic for me and like my problems, my mental health when I'm helping others. Because it's kind of like, oh yeah, you need to remember to do that yourself. You have to do that at home too. How often do you... Um, I don't, I don't want to say relate, but kind of give your own life experiences because you have them and you've yeah. had them to your client to say, hey, I can totally. Is it something you guys do? Say, I can understand where you come from. Or do you guys try and stay away from it? Well, each therapist is different and you have to be really careful with it. But I do it more because I want them to know I'm really I, I understand where they're coming from. OK. Personally, I understand it, not just professionally. Have you had, or do you have, and, and I'm sure they've exist out there, that client that, like the creeper. So you go in and you sit down with him or her. Okay. And you have this good, it, it's good, and you feel like you got somewhere. Next thing you know, here comes the friend requests on the social medias. Here come <laughs> the phone calls. Here come the texts. You've had that, haven't yeah. you? In between sessions. Yes. Here comes the, hey, if I, if I run into you at X and X restaurant, you know, it'd be nice to sit down and have dinner with you. I haven't that had the messaging thing. yet. Okay. Which is, yeah. I, yeah, you, but I, which but suggests I cut that it that off. is like, a thing. Yeah, no, I cut off. Like, I really don't like to talk to my clients ever outside of office hours. Yeah, yeah well, fuck that. Because you, your husband is right. like some king dingling military dude. And somebody <laughs> probably come up missing in some desert we never even heard of. And I'm going to come well, up just... Clean as fuck, right? And be like, yeah. Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that client yeah. ended hey. their services hey. in a, a oh, very yeah. abruptly. Yeah. He, matter of fact, he never even existed. What are exactly. you talking about? Tim Jenkins? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't fuck with Haley on that shit, man. I'm, so I'm going to tell you. You haven't had that happen. No, but, I've had where they uh, want to request you on social media and they might message me. They send me emails that are just just too much and I just, I, did, I just don't even. <laughs> 
I feel like I don't even respond. Like honestly, if if I'm (laughs) giving you if I'm giving you all of my shit on a weekly basis, anyway, why do I want you to see all the rest of the shit that I'm actually (laughs) not telling you? Right, right. I'm gonna keep that quiet. Well, because for a lot of people, you're the person that understands them. You're the person Mm. that gets them, and they're like, "Oh, finally, someone that gets me." And especially if it's a male to a female, then it can be like, "Oh." So let's say you have that client that's like. Thursday, you, you have a good session. It's all good. Like you feel like from Thursday to Thursday, you're making progress. And then Friday morning, you wake up and there's that friend request or that message like, hey, how do you, how do you address that? Because you probably aren't gonna, going to accept it and, and um, talk and, and do that, right? Engage. Yeah. That's the word yeah, I'm looking no, for. Say, hey, motherfucker, if you want to get better, stop texting me on your exactly. off time. Exactly. I'm like, this so is your you, fucking problem. <laughs> This so is why you're sitting in the right. <laughs> so when do you address that, and how do you address that? Um, you have to address it. In, usually, I will just tell them, like, look, we can't do like. There's ethics. I mm. have to follow them. We can't be friends on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not could, a thing you can do. But you can follow my husband and watch him bench press four <laughs> exactly. pounds and, and fucking cut down trees with yeah. his teeth and shit. You can follow that all you want. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know where Just we stand. So you know. <laughs> How I get down in this bitch. <laughs> no, it, it's weird, man. It's like, again, men, visual. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Women, audio. Mm-hmm. It, it goes back to me putting laundry away. I can fold my clothes, I can hang my shirts up, but my wife, she's got all these fucking, they're not shirts. You know what they are, Haley? They're blouses. Yeah. And they yeah, got yeah. fucking little strings on the inside yeah. to hang up and shit. Not only that is I, I've got a closet, I've got a drawer, and I've got some <laughs> abyss that uh. other things go in. I have no idea. So I, I hang my stuff. I put my stuff in my drawer. Yeah. All yeah. the other things that are What about your girl? Clothes, what, yeah, right. No, yeah, no. You they go in a pile. You ever try to fold a fucking blouse? We we can't do that okay, shit. Uh, Y'all can do that shit. Look, a silky blouse is one thing. There's these other parts that are covered by out exterior clothing uh-huh, that uh-huh, I try and fold. Uh-huh. I wad them up in a ball and I huck them over in the corner because yeah. I don't even know what no. to do with it. Don't matter. No, no, I have no idea. Don't matter. But can it's very you, clear. The sweetest thing that my husband did when we were first married is I liked my laundry folded a certain way. Oh, shit. Do you know how sweet he is? He said, let me see how you fold your laundry. Teach me. Mm-hmm. And he started doing it. Damn. I'm like, oh, I learned no. real did, quick. Did, we didn't even have to go to counseling for did that. Did you marry Babyface? Because that's what that sounds. <laughs> I learned real quick. There's only one way to fold towels, and that's the way I fold them now. Oh, the way you fold. Oh, no, you fold them now. now. Yeah, and he they was, go in the closet perfect. Oh right. yeah, and that's how you fold towels. Yeah, okay? we we don't need you as Haley. We understand <laughs> women are the Yay! smartest species. They really are. They are. Yeah. Women are so fucking. We smart, talked man. about this. I think it's been about a year ago now. Yeah. Multitasking. It's an episode. Guys, look it up if you want. Multitasking. Men can do it to a degree. Mm. Women can kill it at oh, any degree. Shit. Yeah. And I should have known, known when I was a kid, my mother was on the phone cooking. And kicking and, your ass. And doing my homework <laughs> and listening to me bitch about doing the fucking homework. All and three things at once. Yep. And everything was perfectly done. Here I am. I can't watch TV and drink a fucking beer no, at the same time, man. I got to wait for commercials sometimes. You, and you put a phone in my hand. <laughs> They're gone. Wah, I, it's like Charlie Brown and the want, want, want. Don't even to try teacher. to talk yeah. to your husband when they're on their phone. No. It's pointless. Did, did your husband walk <laughs> around when he's on the phone? Not that I can think of. Yeah. I don't think no. he does. No. Because no. I, I walk. Oh, you I pace. Walk. No. You're a yeah, pacer. I pace. I pace yeah. when no, I'm on the phone. he doesn't. Yeah, no? you pace. Mm-hmm. All right. I, maybe I need to do what he does. Maybe he, he doesn't he, talk on the phone he, much. I, say, I don't think he even 
talks on the phone. That's probably smart. We don't do that nowadays. Nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Phones. Right. That's a smart thing. All right, Haley, we appreciate you coming on. Wood with that. Is that what you're saying? That is what I am saying. Haley, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. And with that, guys, that wraps us up. Hopefully, hopefully you got some good counseling in on this session here. Free, um, com- free counseling, you fucking freeloading motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not even going to charge you. We may charge you. I don't know. Um, you know where to find us. We're on any podcast catcher out there. And for those of you that are listening Monday night on um, Ask uh, Radio on the interwebs, um, go over and check out the rest of our episodes because they're out there. Oh, yeah. They're existing. If nothing else, check out our mask off. Yeah. You guys yeah. are new to the game. Check out the mask off. If nothing else, the shit is always this and, 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 and beyond. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Our mask off are our best episodes. Um. I put mask off and then who it is that's um, on. And so go over there, check them out, wherever uh, podcasts can be found. That's where we're at. If you want to find all of our social media, since we talked about how bad it was, it's uh, so what you saying.com. <laughs> and that'll link you up to everything. It's anchor.fm backslash so what you saying. That's where we host this, uh, but it, it spreads to everywhere. If you want to contribute, and to our contributors, we thank you. We can't thank you enough. No, that's um, awesome. At anchor. Dot .fm backslash so what you're saying. And then uh, we didn't do our emails this week because it's a mask off, but we always do emails every other week. Surprise, bitches. So, so what you're saying at gmail.com. Hit us up on the email. Let us know what you think about this episode because it was great. I feel like uh, a new person. I can have relationships now and I oh, might yeah. call them some of my kids today. I was just going <laughs> to say know. you should call your older kids the ones that you <laughs> fucked up early on. Yeah, I might give them a call today. Might. <laughs> yeah. So, with that. Keith and Haley, I gotta tell you guys, it's been a pleasure. We out. I hold my gun. I got 99 pounds being a bitch ain't one. Hit me. 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. Got 99 pounds and bitch ain't one. <laughs> you crazy for this one, Rick?